Welcome to Two Minutes of Daily with Antelo Kutzich's Gimel, the Sikha for Parsha's Voira. In this week's Parsha, we open up with Voira, La Oves, as the Abish, telling Moshe Rabbeinu how I revealed myself to our forefathers, but only with the names Kael and Shakai. Shmi Avayla Nidatalim, I've never revealed my greater name, the name Avayla, until this point. What is the Abish essentially saying? So if you look in the conclusion of last week's Parsha of Shmois, we have Moshe Rabbeinu complaining to Hashem, Lama Haroisa why did you make it so difficult for the Jewish people? In our Parsha, the way Rashi explains it, Hashem is answering that complaint by saying, The Ovis as well, our forefathers of Ramis of Yaakov had very difficult lives, but they never challenged my ways. They've never doubted me. Only you, Moshe Rabbeinu, you are challenging me. Chaval al Avdin. It's a shame we are missing the Ovis. Now, the Rebbe has two very simple questions. First of all, how indeed is it possible for Moshe Rabbeinu to doubt Hashem's ways, as well as we know Hashem will only tell us this information if it's necessary. We know Bignus Behemet Meli Barkosov Hashem won't even talk in derogatory terms about an impure animal, especially regarding Moshe Rabbeinu. You must say it's a very powerful lesson for each and every one of us to learn, which justifies the fact that Hashem will share this seemingly negative information regarding Moshe Rabbeinu with us. And that explains a powerful idea. Why indeed does Moshe Rabbeinu feel a need to rationalize? The answer is because that's who Moshe Rabbeinu is. Moshe Rabbeinu symbolizes Chochmah He is the man of spiritual wisdom. Therefore, if it doesn't make sense to him, he cannot go on. That's who he is. The Avos, on the other hand, they symbolized Midos. They were all about emotions. We know Avram was about Chesed. He was kindness. He was Gvura. Strictness. Yaakov was Tiferes. A combination of the two. Therefore, when it comes to Midos, emotions, they don't have that necessity. They don't feel a need to rationalize things. If that's the case, it ever says, and the question flips, how indeed is the Abishar expecting Moshe Rabbeinu just to let it go? Moshe Rabbeinu is the symbolism of Chochmah. He needs to rationalize things. How do we hold it against him? And that explains a powerful idea. Really, the answer lies in our Pasuk. The Abishar only revealed the names of Kale and Shaka to the others, which are much more limited manifestations of Hashem. The name Havaya transcends our world. It's unlimited. And therefore, Hashem is telling Moshe Rabbeinu, now is not the time for the limits, the confinements of even Seichel. What do we mean? We are now approaching a time of Gula. We're approaching a time of Matan where boundaries are going to be broken. El the greatest, highest spirituality is going to come into our world. Therefore, even the boundaries of Seichel and Midois need to be broken. You need to be able to broaden your horizon. When a person zooms out, he's able to incorporate different things together. Therefore, like for example, when you have two ministers standing in front of a king, they're each able to nullify their own personal agenda for the greater cause. And that's what Hashem is telling Moshe Rabbeinu, a concept called his Hiskalolos, where you can bring different things together when you see the bigger picture, break out of the boundaries of Seichel. What do we mean? Hashem wants Moshe Rabbeinu to incorporate the different advantages that exist even within Midois from the obvious in his own life in Seichel. What are those? So first of all, like we already explained, Midois don't need to rationalize. There's a Munapshot as well as another very interesting thing that Rebbe says. The concept of midas of emotions actually bring results. When a person has a feeling towards something, it's actually going to result in a practical outcome. Seichel, on the other hand, a person just rationalizes things. It stays more theoretical. It doesn't necessarily come down to action. There's a metzar, a garn, there's the neck in between the mind and the body. Hashem is telling Moshe Rabbeinu, now it's time to break all boundaries and therefore even the mind, even the loftiest things should come down into practical action. The idea of Matan Teir, where El of the greatest, highest things come down the matter. That Rebbe connects it beautifully also to the concept concept of Rosh Chay Deshvat, which falls out always in this week, where Moshe Rabbeinu, right before his passing, translates Torah into 70 languages. He takes the greatest, highest Torah, the greatest wisdom of Hashem, and brings it down into the 70 languages of the nations, bringing again down the greatest, highest things into the lowest world. The Rebbe connects the fact that Rosh Chay Desh is like the Rosh, it's ahead of the month, and includes all the dates. One of the greatest dates of our month is Yud Shvat. The idea of the Fidikab is passing. The Fidikab is the same thing. First of all, he translates Torah into many different languages. The Fidikab is the first to translate Chassidus into regular languages like Yiddish and English. English, as well as he demanded from his people to bring the greatest, highest, lofty things while kaching the greatest, deepest thing of Chassidus, also to teach children Aleph, take the greatest, loftiest things in Torah, translate it into our day-to-day life, and each have a wonderful day.